Recording in progress. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. What do you get when you bring a finance guy, a school principal, and a lawyer together? Three people who could never be wrong because they are the three Wright brothers. Oh, and guys, don't suck. Happy Sunday, everybody. It is that time of the week again where three Wright brothers get together, update themselves on the progress that they made all week, give each other a hard time, pay each other back, kick each other in the butt if they need it, I suppose. Uh, Brian and Kevin, thanks for joining us again on a Sunday, a busy week. Um, and here we're back talking to podcasts, trying to get in better shape. So how's everything going? Good. I'm um, we're not making any progress. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but it's a, I mean, Casey, probably not for you, but for, for us in Cincinnati, it's a big day, right? AFC championship. So um looking forward to that a couple hours it's a big day for me too because uh i put a big bet down on cincinnati so hopefully they uh, cover and uh, i can make some money well they like to talk what was the bet what bet did you put down uh i just bet for them i think i took the odds because they were going back and forth all week and i took the parley let me go check and see i think it took them and i took philadelphia a minute but I also took a prop bet in there too, which was I think Chase to score. Yeah, well, good luck. I've not placed my bets yet. It's interesting because um, you know I had a rule. You know, I, I try, I try not to bet on professional sports because I just think that the talent level is too close, and so it's hard to pick a winner in those two sports. And um, so I've been betting a lot on college basketball because the spreads are so big and you can make a little, little bit of money on, um, on bets if you bet a lot of different teams. But then I um, – so Brian came over. Brian was up here, and I bought that pool table. And my yeah. goal was to pay for the pool table by uh, the bets I made. And <laughs> so a, I would draw like – a genius idea. Yeah, yeah. so I, I did it. I, what well, could go wrong? Keep, just keep doubling down on that. <laughs> well, they'll give you an update. I was successful, so I withdrew the money uh, to pay for the pool table on Thursday, and then you made enough money betting to pay for the pool table. Almost, not quite all of it, but um, enough that I withdrew it to pay for the pool table. And then um, I noticed that I must have had some a uh, couple of bets that are still out there, and so I noticed when I logged in today there was still money in that account. So I'm like, all right, well, what is the you know, what can I bet here that will make this game a little more interesting? And, you know, I don't know. So that's what I did. So th- you do that. So did you hear about that guy? What game was it? Where, where it was, uh, was it Jacksonville that came back from 27 points down in the first round of the playoffs? Was that the game? So the guy, built, so the story that I heard is this guy at halftime bet a million dollars for the Jags to win. Um, because they were up so big, the payout was only going to be you know, eleven grand. Yeah, it's eleven, 11 grand. Yeah. Um, because he thought it was a sure thing, and certainly it didn't happen. So the dude lost a million bucks on a halftime bet. So imagine that conversation. Like you're sweating through that game, and then you got to turn over to your wife and be like, "Honey, uh, I just lost a million and a half dollars on a sure thing bet that I." But we could have won eleven savings. So I lost money on that game too, and not a million, I, not a million dollars, fifty dollars. And I bet uh, on the last drive. I bet yeah. that they wouldn't score on that last drive. 
and so you lost fifty bucks. Yeah, I, I would tell you all my almost all of my professional bets, whether it's basketball or football, not all of them. That's probably wrong, but great majority of them have lost. Whereas yeah. college is a little different. I, I think I get more success in college, but understand I take as close to sure things in college. So I look at anybody that is nine points um, or above on the spread, and then I try to parlay think- that. You par- so what do you bet them to like win or you use that you take the points what do you do uh, i just take the money line and then i parlay it so okay. i'll bet like um 10 different games and then parlay it and then you know you you know it, it you would you very you would, it takes a lot of discipline because you'd only win you know seven eight nine ten bucks per game and so you got to do it you got to stay consistent with it over you know 10 20 days before it makes any difference all right, All right, so, so we, before we, we get started, birds, because this yeah. is not a funny podcast. Yeah, well, before we before we get started, like we we jumped on here for progress. So what's the what's the update, Kevin Casey? I just saw Casey, so I know his progress. So the progress in terms of you know, well, let's let's tell people who's joined us on the podcast first because <laughs> we heard somebody and we're like, wait a minute, Kevin, Brian, and Casey don't have a sister. So a let's, female, do, an, yeah, a let's do an introduction first, and then we can kind of get into the progress and talk a little bit to Megan. So I want to introduce a friend of mine um, who we thought we talked about this before we officially had asked Megan to join the podcast, but thought it would be somebody who might have some who's actually a professional <laughs> that might have some good advice for us, opposed to us just talking about you know the things we think work and don't work and vice versa so you know a little bit about megan you know we're neighbors and i think in the previous podcast a year or two ago um we brought on zach who who played professional baseball and we talked about sports and it was fun because he gave us some insight there um zach and megan are are, are married and i'm actually going over to megan's house in a few hours <laughs> because we have our superstition in which you know we have to do the same things we did last year or the Bengals aren't going to go to the super bowl because to your point casey I am the main character in all the world stories. It no, no, not... no, the hero, not just the main the character, hero. the hero, yes, right? The hero. Everybody so, has so to be yeah. their own hero in their story. Yeah, yeah so but he's we... the one that causes them to win. It's his <laughs> presence yeah, 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 yeah. at his neighbor's house, <laughs> yeah. which pulls out uh, that victory. Which, of so, course, now we know who to blame if they don't win. Obviously. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little like, I don't have on the sweatshirt I wore last weekend. I'm not super super superstitious but there are sometimes little things that i'm like "Ooh, i'm wearing a different sweatshirt today i wonder if i should go pull the one out of the laundry well, <laughs> you, have, you have to sit in the same spot in the couch like you can't you can't mess that up you got to not like that last week i'm not like go that far there's too much chaos going on um but so it's Zach is calling me right now and he knows i'm on this podcast so i don't really well, it's like what wings should i buy that's probably what it is there go. <laughs> um <laughs> i did megan invite my mom over to your house yeah. And it's funny because I said, you know, mom, do you want to go over, you know, to the days for the game? And, you know, I'm sure you're welcome. She's like, no, are you kidding me? Because she knows a superstition and she's like, I have to stay here and you have to go there because, you know, and I laughed a little Aww. bit. So, um, okay. A little bit about uh, Megan. So yeah. Megan, um, you know, well, you did I have your bio here, but you can kind of, you know, give us some, some color on it. Um, you're a health and wellness coach um, yes. certified. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a couple, you have some years of experience working for some smaller, um, you know, we'll call them um, growth industry. You know, we know that health coaching is a growing industry out there. And I think you've uh, spent some time recently. Mm-hmm. You started your own um, company, mm-hmm. which 
uh, um, take on health coaching. So we can talk a little bit about that. Um, you have, I think you went to UC in which you have a degree um, in that industry as well. Um, and then overall, you know, just you have, I think you have like, you know, 10, 20 years of experience between different roles that you've had um, yeah. in, the, in the coaching and the athletic um, side. So why don't you give us a little back, background of, um, of what, you, what you've been working on? Yeah. So yes, I do. I have a, it's funny, I'm looking at my degree right there above me. Um, and okay, I'm gonna have to make sure I get this right. Casey's the principal. Brian's the attorney, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so Casey will probably find this funny. My degree says a Bachelor of Science in Education, although I never took anything that would allow me to teach in a school. Um, but my degree fell under the College of Education. And so I do have a bachelor's in health promotion and education with a community health and exercise science uh, focus. So I worked in community health over the years. I've worked in gyms. I've personal trained. Um, I've worked for the Red Cross. I've done a lot of stuff in various aspects of health and wellness. And then, like many people, I went into all kinds of other things. I was like, oh, let me try real estate and let me try this and that. Not with a lot. Uh, due to when Zach and I got married and I kind of took a hiatus knowing that this was an opportunity that I may not all, you know, have to sort of travel with him, um, see this, the country, see Canada quite a bit. And um, so I did some other stuff and then personal health challenges that mimic a lot of what you all have been talking about the past couple podcasts um, sort of played a part in my life and it brought me back around to sort of paying attention to myself and my health and getting myself back, I think in check. And I realized, no, you know what? Like this is this is what I truly do love. And I really felt that burning desire to help others again. So I started to research, because it was COVID at that point. Um, what else is there? Because the one theme I found in my entire career, whether it's trying to get you know, a school to adopt a health and safety program um, to helping somebody adopt, you know, maybe better nutrition or different behaviors, behavior change, like doing, taking the action is hard. And so it was kind of like, okay, why? There is this gap. And it happened that health coaching certified, true certified accredited programs are giving people professionals the tools to help others close that gap and so that's when i went um to uh through this uh on well they actually weren't online because and then covid so that was kind of nice they're out in california uh, or colorado i mean um catalyst coaching institute and i went i went through them to get my certificate went on to sit for the boards um, they do, they are, they are put on by the medical examiner. So it's like a four hour, like it's a pretty intense. And, and that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand. Health coaching as a uh, term, I feel like it's just thrown out there. And it's part of like the clutter of all the information we have in the health and wellness field. Um, oh, I'm a health coach. Okay. So what's that mean? Those that are like certified and really are, coaching in the the way that I am it's the behavior change piece now we can remove that 
hat and put on the expert hat, like personal training, nutrition, whatever, all these other aspects of wellness. Um, but we're actually not here to be like the expert unless asked. You are, you all are the experts in your lives. And the coaching part is really helping you to understand and unpack what works for you, what health looks like for you, what success looks like for each one of you, and then putting a plan around that, right? And then along the way, if there's questions about nutrition or exercise or, I don't know, stress management, we, you guys talked about mental health last, last time, um, those pieces can fall into place within a certain scope uh, for me. And then um, if it gets out of scope for certain health coaches, depending on their background and their areas of expertise beyond health coaching, they then can fill those gaps by resourcing, you know, finding other resources, referring out or or they can help people in those aspects as well. Um, so hopefully that, I don't know, I kind of went off. Uh, Kevin knows that this is not going to be a hard hour to fill because I, I <laughs> talk a lot. Well, let me ask uh, you. Let me ask you a question. Just yeah. throw it out there. I mean, this might we kind of get a little scattered here, anyways. So last week, I don't know if you caught the sixty minutes with the. I, you did you see that with Dr. Cody is that works in the Biden yeah. administration. Super interesting in what she said. She said that obesity is a disorder of the brain. It's also very heavily involved in genetics, meaning as much as you can cut calories and exercise, your body has a reset. And when it resets itself, it's going to reset itself based on what your brain tells it, its body that its weight should be. My, mm-hmm. my curious opinion is, is there any legitimacy to that? Well, she, so she would be my expert. I'd to, but here's a fun fact. The company I just stopped working for, um, Dr. Cody actually sits on their uh, board of um, experts. Like, it's not really a board of directors, but... So, so it's funny because I caught that. I mean, I, I knew that was coming up. I just left uh, the company I worked for Calibrate uh, a month ago. Um, and there was some, they knew that she was going to be on. Obviously, she had already, I think, filmed it. Um, look, I default to her. Like, I default to the doctors. It's like, I'm not the, the doctor. So um, I I do follow a lot of people, like, in social media that are, uh, very, very well-versed. And I've seen a lot in kind of my bubble of social media on that actual 60 minute special, a lot of chatter. And there are other doctors, endocrinologists and people who work in that field that agree with her. So I think that there is science behind, I, yeah, I, I don't, so I'm, again, I'm kind of defaulting to them on that. Um, I think on my end, on anybody who's in any kind of like lifestyle change piece the the part that gets a little in i mean it's 60 minutes right they're gonna probably pick and choose what gets uh put on the show so she could have gone in grave detail about other stuff that wasn't really because it did kind of make it seem like a little bit like sorry you're screwed i mean (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, listen i mean i watched that and you know, Brian, Kevin, and I uh, have—we've been on this journey for a long time uh, mm-hmm. since we're kids, and um, certainly my dad fought that that same battle too. Yeah. And you know, sometimes you want to be watching. You're like, "What's the point, man? Like, what is the point? If this is, if this is what the default is, you know, I mean, I, obviously, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, other than the fact that it was when you hear stuff like that, it's just." Uh, 
it's depressing, I guess. That's, yeah, that's the fear I think that a lot of like coaches, people in the fitness industry, any industry that's there to help serve people, that's the fear is that it's going to make people feel self-defeated and kind of like, what's the point? Um, and, and that's not good. And I think that's where actually there was some uh, chatter. I was kind of, you know, in the rabbit hole of comments last week. And um, I think there, this doctor, this Dr. Arlansky, I think his name is, um, he actually, he, it's his, it was his social media mm -hmm. that people were having all these, this conversation. And he actually chimed in and um, he agreed. He agree. I mean, he agrees, but he's like, what's missing? What kind of was missing that piece? And I think he knows Dr. Cody mm -hmm. that um, is the piece that you can, that, yes, there, there are just like, I think Kevin said in the pod, like you've been on BP meds for a long time, like in your twenties, like genetically predisposed. Does that mean you're just going to be like, well, screw it. I think the, the problem is, is that, or the, the challenge is, is that obesity has not ever, obesity and overweight have not really been treated and looked at as a disease, even though it was classified as one 10-ish, maybe a little longer ago, um, years ago. It's still very much about willpower. And I think what she was really trying to say is that um, there are people, and, and maybe you're going to classify yourself in that, where they've just, like, it's always been this a, a struggle their entire lives. And I have had people that I work with that actually, it felt good to hear somebody say, like, it's not just me. It's not just my willpower that there is something genetically predisposing me to having this chatless struggle. But making changes is still important and making sure, because you can do something about it. Unfortunately, I think what it sounds like from her is that it's just it's just harder for some people. Yeah, I mean that's generally true. But when I was watching that, I, I had a different kind of reaction. I had Brian in the back of my head saying, "Put the fork down, put the fork down, put mm -hmm. the fork down." From this standpoint, here's what I was thinking. Um, yeah. Listen, it's not like people have been obese or a large percentage of the population has been obese since mm -hmm. um, you know for for most of the 21st 20. I mean, you look at pictures from 50 years ago. You don't yeah. see 70% of the people that are obese. And so, right. you know, part of me is like, oh, I'm down with it. Part of, you know, I feel bad and this is hopeless. Part of me is like, dude, you know, it's really, it's really hard to generalize really complex topics in a 15-minute yeah. piece on yeah. 60 minutes. And I'm, I don't want to call BS because, you know, she's a million times smarter than me, but I'm going to call BS a little bit. Like this <laughs> idea that you can't overcome or it's just based on some, something simple like genetics um, alone. I, I'm not buying that. Um, and yeah. if I bought that, well, what's the point, right? I mean, what are we right. doing? Yeah, and I, so, you know, there's spectrums, right? And you have mm -hmm. a lot of people, you know, if you had a, a linear line and you have a lot of people to the left and you have a lot of people to the right. So for everyone that you have on the far right, and I'm not talking politics, I'm talking about, yeah. you know, let's say weight, <laughs> You have someone that's, you know, let's be honest, you know, someone that's like Mara Wright or Charlie Wright, yes. where I still maintain, Megan, and you've known for a while that, and I've said this, there is something genetic about their makeup regarding how they handle food. It's not that they, you know, people come up all the time. They're like, I assumed that Mara was in the weight room like 20 or 30 hours a week. I'm like, she's never seen the oh. inside of a weight room. Right. And Charlie doesn't either. And I and you look at their her family, her dad, and you you kind of feel you get this feeling like there's some genetic disposition on the other side. 
Mm-hmm. So, and then I think when we're in your 20s and, and I think society's gotten a little bit better in terms of being smart enough to know that what you're seeing is something that might've been Photoshopped where 20 years ago, you didn't realize that there was a Photoshop picture of a male or a female. It doesn't really make a difference where now you kind of know, and it's more about saying, okay, well, I don't want to be the best, you know, whatever Brad Pitt, I want to be the best Kevin. And I know that I'm in a range. I know where I am in the Kevin Wright range. And right. I know that I'm not where I can be. And that's what I'm working towards. Right. And, but there could be other people that are on the far right where it is. There's a, there's a the predisposition, like you said, my BP. I The best health I've ever been in, I was still on blood pressure medication. You know, yeah. I was still eating clean, still working out, you know, getting up at fourth or doing, I still was on, had high blood pressure. So, you know, it's hard because you're right there, you have this 15 minutes and, and it, you watch it and you're like, you, know, you throw up your hands and you go, why? But, you know, it's like life. It's like coaching in sports. It's like, you know, leading a team. You're trying to get the best out of the team. You're trying to get yeah. the best out of yourself and you know that it, it, it exists in there somewhere. Yeah. And I don't, I definitely don't want to put words into her mouth. Um, I'll have to say that just kind of reminded me that we did have a lunch and learn, like, so they would pull these experts and we would do, they started doing these little lunch and learns. We could sit in and on them. And I love sitting in on that stuff because I love, I love hearing from people like that, especially if they are influencing the program I'm coaching. Um, but I remember we did do one with her, uh, back in November, I think it was, I, like you said, it's 15 minutes on a very complex subject. I think really what she was trying to, what they're really honing in on is that there is something to it being, it really could be treated as a disease. Now, what percentage of people that struggle with their weight, is it truly like a, a genetic thing and I, I versus a lifestyle thing? Um, and I, I do wish that they would have, spent some time on okay so so what this might be something that's very uh, hard to do for some people because it's genetic however and here's some research on still the people that still do something about it and that it can be reversed and to your point um casey about 50 60 years ago that is one of the major arguments i also see and even the doctors bring up there's a whole like the social sort of detriments to health and there's so many things that influence um and epigenetics and like all of this stuff that it is it's, it's just a really really complex topic so it's not like oh yeah it's not it isn't as simple as oh yeah well if you struggle with uh your weight then it must be genetic and good luck with that like it isn't that simple um and i do think that there are a lot of people out again like in the profession that I'm in that were maybe a little disheartened watching that because then they're like, well, now you're basically telling people don't try at least that it come, it can come across that way. I don't think she actually feels that way. Um, but, but yeah, I, you know, so, um, I want to say though, like I did listen to, and Kevin knows this cause I was texting him during the last, I listened to the last two podcasts and I loved it because it gave me, I really wanted I was like, Oh, I wish I would have been there. Um, but it gave me a really, really, really good like picture and like foundation of where all of you sit in not just your biometrics and biomarkers and all that, but just where you all sit sort of in the process. Yeah. Although I would be, I would caution you. That is a one hour snippet in on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon. I probably felt that way on Saturday afternoon by Monday morning. I probably felt completely opposite way. 
Well, yeah. I'm sitting here going, wow, mom is going to be like, Jesus, this is the most civil I've seen those three together. Because when we asked you on the podcast, I was like, wow, you know, Megan is going where very few people go before, hmm. which is spending some time uh, with the three of well, us. Well, if Megan's on here any longer than 45 minutes, right? So if she's a returning guest, she's probably going to face the, you know, nonsense yeah. of well, the Well, yeah, brothers. because... Oh. You can ask Mara, like, there was a period, now I think we, since we've had kids, we've calmed down, but there was a period where each of our wives hated going to Syracuse with the three of us because we reverted to Brady and Bryce's age. Yeah. And our wives are like, what is going on? Why are you acting this way? And so we do a little bit on the podcast. I think we're a little more tactful than we were. And I was like, oh, Megan's going to put right in the middle of this. So yeah, you're right, Casey. You know, it's like we're playing we're playing nice with each other right now. We're being respectful. You don't uh, have to. Well, because no, it's Megan's introduction. So right after introduction's over, then, you know, it's yeah. really, <laughs> so I know I think part of the thing, Megan, I think it's great because, you know, you kind of know where we are. And I think, you know, we'll talk a little bit here in a minute of, you know, if we brought you in, like where we're at, like what would, how would it start? So when you were going to start like, kicking off coaching somebody, where do you start in the process? Yeah. So and that's actually kind of what I was alluding to uh, with just the last two podcasts and listening to them. Um, in a sense, you guys did a great job, like just talking about where you're at, uh, where you think you want to be, um, what motivates you. Um, and in, in, I could identify. So for me, what step one typically looks like, um, and, and Kevin, I don't know how much you even look at any of my Instagram stuff, but I'm starting to post more, um, directly, like, you know, specifically about health coaching and what it is and what it looks like and all that kind of stuff. Like step one typically is getting to know each other, which I don't know the brothers super well, but I've met you both, but getting to know each other and then getting to know who you are and why you're here and not just like the I want to lose weight or I want to become more active or the these kind of overarching goals but like that why and what is that sort of vision of yourself in one five ten years 20 years which you guys were talking a lot about that right because of sort of a stage of life that I'm not quite in because my kids are on the younger end even though I'm not too far off girls ages but my kids are a little younger but that, that state, like, it's kind of naturally happening because you all are kind of in this stage of, like, maybe kids leaving the nest, kids getting a little older. Uh, wait, now I'm, our job changes. But what what do I, like, what do I, how do I see the second half of my life or whatever it is? So it's defining that. There could be some assessments involved, right? Like some health assessments. Like, again, you guys all already did a lot of that stuff. Um, but it's really identifying a vision of who you are and then like why why is it you want to be that person because and you guys talked about this a little bit like because it is that why that will help you on days where it doesn't feel easy um or you go through a period of time and Kevin I think you I I did take a few notes and some of, but you you made a comment too about like for you some of the challenges for you uh, look like when something disrupts the routine, whether it's COVID or a shoulder thing or whatever, something disrupts the routine. And it's like every, it, it kind of all falls to the wayside. 
And then all of a sudden it's like a year's gone by or whatever it is. And you're like, oh crap, right? So um, knowing your why and then setting up kind of smaller contingency plans uh, along the way to kind of keep those smaller daily tasks close instead of constantly thinking about like the end goal. End goal is good, but sometimes it gets overwhelming. So, so yeah, the process typically starts off with kind of getting to know why uh, why you're here, what it is you want. And then there could be a lot of things in sort of that wheel of wellness, as we call it, um, that, you know, that, that, that are, are interests you, but let's, what's the one that you want to prioritize right now? So we would talk about that and then start forming, um, you know, smart goals, basically, which a lot of people know what that is, even just from business, um, some smart goals around those things. And, and then going into that process, knowing that you go after that, the, you know, what would it look like if you're trying to do X, Y, Z? We, we talk through that. And you guys were doing that a lot naturally on the podcast, but talking through those small tasks and then giving them a go for a week or two weeks. And then we meet back. How did that go? What went well? Why did it go well? Or why didn't it go well? Like what, you know, you're trying to get more water in. Why, why did it not go well? And we talk through why it didn't go well. Okay, well, what's something you can do to change that? And it's kind of experimenting. It's just finding those little things that actually get you to be able to create that routine in your life. Does that make yeah. sense? That answer your question? It makes a lot of sense. And then I, I'm guessing that also part of this at, at the most basic level is there's a little bit of accountability there, right? When I say accountability, I, mean, mm-hmm. I know that I have a meeting with Megan in two weeks exactly. and I know I'm going to have to talk about yeah. my success or my failures. And I think where, me, where Brian Casey and I have found success is we talk to each other. So yeah, we do it in this format with a podcast and now the rest of the world can hear it. But the truth of the matter is all it is is the world has the opportunity to hear of what we've been doing our whole life, yeah. which is holding each other accountable. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably one of the best gifts we've ever been given is I have two brothers that are very close to me in age. And I, I don't think that anyone would label me as a hyper competitive person, right? If I lose, if we're in your basement playing table tennis and I lose, I lose, you know, I'm yeah, hey, but I hate I'm losing throw the paddle through the wall. <laughs> yeah. But I hate losing. So like in my dad knew that where it's not just this, wow, all three of the right brothers have graduate degrees. Well, why do you think that happened? Because there's yeah. those underlying. So I think it served us well. And it's funny because we've all kind of ebbed and flowed and yo-yoed and it depends where we are. And, you know, at one point, Brian will challenge the group of us and Casey's been like, I'm too busy at work. I got mm-hmm. um, or Casey will be like, Hey, we're getting back into this, you know, or times where we can see data, you know, we see each other's data because we literally share it through the health app. Right. So I know. And now, now I notice that it sends you trends. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Because it'll be like, Brian's trend is he's moving more over the last week. And I'm like, what has he been doing? And Casey's been trending more. And so I'm like, well, I got to be a little bit more active because you know we haven't talked about it, but part of this podcast is, okay, where are you? Like, what did you yeah. do last week? And, or since we talked last, are you better or worse? Or, right. you know, staying the right. same. So I think we've had that luxury. I think that's part of it where, mm-hmm. you can, where you're like, okay, someone's going to talk to me and that's how I'm doing. And I don't want to fail them. I don't want to be you know, embarrassed is the wrong word, but I, I want to make sure that I present myself in the best way. I think here's what I was hoping. And so Megan, we had talked about you a couple of weeks ago on the podcast and here's, mm-hmm. here's kind of my, my challenges for you. 
you got three people, right, that can follow rules very clearly and will hold each other mm-hmm. accountable for following rules. You were an expert, obviously, in this field. And then recently or not recently, you are going to make a, a professional leap or jump where you're going to start coaching people, or you have, whatever that is. Yeah. Here's my challenge if you take it up on this challenge is yeah. a design a plan for Brian, Kevin, and I that we yeah. must follow, that we have, there's no option not to follow, right? Like, what do we eat? When do we eat? You know, what we should be doing, how much we should be exercising. We will do every Sunday, we will do a podcast with our with our updates on what, how successful we've been. And then one or two things, you know, this is a risk for you, Megan. Either one, this is extremely successful, which I would argue it probably will be pretty successful because we've done similar stuff in the past. Yeah. And, you know, you can point to this that, hey, I got the three Wright brothers yeah. in shape, right? Or it's a significant failure and we're like, oh, yeah, like, that clearly didn't work. But we, three of us will shoot you straight. Anyway. Yeah, three, <laughs> yeah, three of us will shoot you straight. Like if you say, hey, this is what you need to eat. This is how much exercise you got to be doing. These are your goals. And then let's see if it works. Let's see if yeah. that actually works. And I think also when it comes to, and what I'm looking for is, you know, we're, when it comes to like food, forget about eat, okay. what to eat. Because I think that's good, but it's okay. Generally speaking, you need, you know, we, we generally know what's kind of healthy and we generally know what's kind of bad. Maybe we don't know to the level of how bad it is when we eat something or that, yeah. hey, this type of food has been known to, you know, stress, relieve stress, you know, those type of things. So providing us some things there, um, yeah. you know, and then when it comes to exercise, you know, not necessarily, oh, well, you should be, you know, Brian, Casey calls it the fat machine, but doing the elliptical, but saying, hey, this is what you guys should be targeting. Um, you know, when it comes to, you know, yeah. mental health, we want to get into that as well, too, because I think that's part of your coaching that I that you really like to hear is that, you know, a part of this is mental health. You know, we mm-hmm. know, we know there's a correlate. I know, I believe for me, there's a correlation between yeah. me being healthier and emotional healthier yeah. mentally. Yeah. yeah. I've been there. So yeah. I don't know if it's the chicken or the egg, but yeah. making sure that we work at that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was essentially my my personal journey too um and i do think it seems it it is it's a very common the program or the company i was with we coached there were you know there was a guideline um it wasn't as abstract as like true if i were to just like work with somebody randomly it'd be a little more abstract than working for a company that's going here's what you're the four pillars of our company are, you know, emotional health, exercise, nutrition, and sleep, which I love though, because those are four really, really, really important things. And um, emotional health, I think people come in mostly feeling um, one way or another about their, like about their mental health, emotional health. But then I worked with people for a year, an entire year. What was interesting is the people that came in and they had they did all these assessments and they rated themselves on each pillar. And there are people who came in that were like, yeah, I'm good. And then we'd like get into it and they'd be like, man, I mean, I don't, they didn't like literally say this to me, but I think they started reflecting more going, maybe I wasn't as good as I thought because this is how much this is affecting all these other things. So I do think emotional mental health does play a big role and it did personally for me. It, it, I, I did get into like a spiral of depression several years ago when we first were renovating this house. Brady, my youngest, was two and a half and just like a handful, a lot of extra stressors kind of compounding on, you know, on me. And then like, I just let everything go. 
Um, but it was triggered probably by my mental health mostly. So, um, I would love to do that. I can take the chat. I'd love to do what you're proposing. Um, Casey, I also would challenge you three, I'm assuming. Um, she noticed she's like, Brian hasn't said anything. No, that's like, okay. it's, like I, it's so okay. funny. Cause I learn more from I watching where, Brian not like, say I something. I know where Kevin's at because we're <laughs> each other. Like, I know where Casey's at. She's like, Brian said about- I know where Brian's at. So Brian, she's waiting for Brian to be like, I'm out, click. I know, I know where Brian's at based on, but so this, but this is my challenge because, okay. So first of all, Kevin, what you said earlier, which I think is really, really key. And it's not really about what I think, but, um, but what's interesting is, is that like, you know, that this, um, like the relationship the three of you have and the way you hold each other accountable on probably lots of different things, not even just this, um, is a strength, right? And so you know that, like, it's a strength that you utilize to keep yourself in line when you're trying to make strides, right? It's something that you use. Um, what I heard in podcast one was that and you correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, obviously, okay, now I'm gonna get sarcastic because a little bit, because I know you guys are- I love it. Right I love it. The more but, sarcastic you know, Kevin it. basically is doing this because he thought he was gonna die and Casey's doing this because maybe he, you, it's, it sounds like you are on this path of like, cause you, you're on a, you have a different job or not a different, well, a different job. I mean, you're still in schools, but like, so from what I heard from you was um, you're sort of similar as, with Kevin, but Kevin's in this a little bit more extreme, like dire situation where you were sort of like, I've got to get my shit together because the numbers were scary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it's a little more complex than that. I think numbers yeah. are scary. I'm fat, out of, out of shape, uh, disgusting. All those things are true. Plus, probably more, and Brian can relate to this, I'm bored in this new job. Like, bored out of my mind. And I'm like, all right, I need to find something. I'm a very obsessive, obsessive person. Like, i overly <laughs> obsessed with stupid things for short periods of time. And yeah. I think the next thing is going to be um, – and Brian did this when he switched careers for a couple of years is, – um, is, is health. I'm going to try at least. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Yeah. But, yeah. So that's like a focus. But you're – I mean, but there were – yeah, okay. So and, then, was, and, then, and then two parts too. Let me make sure I'm, yeah. I want to make sure yeah. I'm clear too. I wasn't saying Kevin is what I was referring to as the one that's like it was more dire feeling because of the numbers. And then yeah. you went to the doctor later. Yeah. And you also feel like you need it. Yeah. 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 Brian, totally. I heard, I hear some ambivalence for sure. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Everybody's in different stages of change. And that's another thing. Um, because everybody's in a different spot in their life and what they feel like they can do versus what somebody else can do um, is different because everybody's different. Everybody's different in where they are in their lives. Um, but I did hear that if there was a motivation, it's the pilot's license. Isn't that you, Brian? Yeah, I suppose. Uh, although I come about it in a little bit different than um, Casey and Kevin this way. Like my whole motivation is just to beat them candidly. Yeah. Like well, right. absent them, like I don't like if they're like, eh, I don't really care about this, but like, yeah, I don't care about it either. Like whatever. And they're like, oh, I'm gonna go lose 20 pounds. And I'm like, F you guys, I'm gonna lose 30. Um, and and what I don't 
And so, like that, my my pure motivation, as it's been in my whole life, is just to beat them. Um, yeah, I took you as the rope dope. Last week was a rope dope of Brian. He's like, oh, not a big deal. And then he won't eat for like four days straight. Yeah. And then you know, yeah, I mean, this, us. This, so, so Megan, what the personalities that you're identifying are? I mean, imagine our mother. This is exactly what she dealt with for forty years, and us in the backyard, and brought. So I, so I remember. Here's a Brian. How old were you when Bernie McGraw bet that you couldn't be quiet for a certain amount of time? Were you like eight, eight years old? So we're so Megan. Picture our neighborhood <laughs> and picture, you know, just Brian having the same sarcasm as an eight-year-old that he has now as a forty-five-year-old attorney. Brian's very intelligent and witty, and can use words extremely well. And our next-door neighbor basically said brian i will bet you x amount of money that's 20 you... bucks 20 bucks, 20 a lot bucks of money. For, for how long uh it was a long time it was probably it was a long time and so brian was like done i'm taking your money and that's how brian's personality has always been in terms of you really want to motivate him tell him yeah. tell him tell him that he can't do something yeah winning is important yeah, yeah like and literally so- as we're sitting there he signed us up for a 5k for next week and i'm like oh right shit. Like, yeah, uh, exactly. And so, I, yeah. You know where my anxiety is right now? As I'm like, son of a bitch, I got to run a 5K next week. And so I did work out this week. But you're like, where's your anxiety? That my, Now I applaud Brian because at the end of it, I've been like, there's no way I would have done it unless he literally put his hands on the keyboard and signed up. But right now I'm like, I realize it's 5K and that's what, 3.1 miles? I don't even remember what it is. Yeah. And I'll probably be okay because it's a 5K. But my anxiety is like, oh, it's probably going to snow. There's probably a blizzard coming in. We're going to show up. I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to die halfway through. I hate running. I'm yeah. the person when you run, I go, I hate running. I hate running. So I hate don't running. die. Don't die halfway through. Because I very there's no chance. Well, there's very little chance of me feeling guilty. But if you die, I probably would feel <laughs> a little bit guilty. At least, I mean, I didn't, I didn't like, I signed you up. I didn't make you run. But <laughs> well, don't die. That was going to make you sign a form. That's what Zach would say, because I've gotten, okay, so I sit in Kevin's camp. I text him. I was literally, and what's really, really ironic, Kevin, when I text you and I said, I hate running too, I was running on the treadmill, Hmm. which I have been doing a little bit more of, but like just sprints. It's like if I 30 seconds walk for a minute and a half. But um, I went through a period where I was roped in three different times to do the relay, the pig relay. Like that's about as much as, and and even then that's a, that is a marathon for me. And I remember getting so anxious about it. And Zach would say, why are you so anxious? Who cares? Like, so what? What if you can't run the whole thing? You just walk. No big deal. You'll get to the end eventually. And I'm like, yeah. "Yeah." Well, it's easy for Zach because Zach will take off running for about a year. And then all of a sudden it'll be like, yeah, I crushed five miles. I'm like, I haven't seen you for a year. And you just see that there like running through the neighborhood. It's like, yeah, I'm like, geez. Yeah, it's, um, but, it's, but I guess the mentality around it, right? The way he frames it, though, it is a little bit of a lesson of like, no, you're right. Like, it's well, I'm not out there to win. I'm not out there to whatever. I'm just doing it to do it, and yeah. But I do hate running as well. So, so to kind of go back to what you were saying, uh, Casey, I can help whoever wants to be helped along the way in helping design plans for you, but. Um, again, kind of, and this is where, again, people, it's, it's a newer concept to most people. Um, I'm also here to really help you come up with your own plan. I can give you guidance, obviously, like the, the, the specifics of like 
eating what to eat, what not to eat. I am not a registered dietitian or anything by that means, but I mean, I, I have enough general knowledge to um, be able to help with that. Um, but there is a component of, I'm assuming that, yes, you have this challenge or maybe you have like this year, whatever you're doing it, like the challenge is sort of a year long, I think for you guys. I'll ask you this. I mean, the challenge is a year long, but I'm assuming your journey is beyond that. Right. Yeah, that's definitely the point. This isn't like, this I, isn't, well, I think part of the year long was, even though a year is a long time, which is, you know, saying the journey is between now and death. You're like, okay, well, right. that's like a firehouse. So for us, it was like- No, but that's truth, right? Yeah, yeah, that's truth. Um, and saying, okay, well, one year you can do this. And at the end of it, if it, it doesn't work, I mean, I think we're all smart enough to know that we've done it before that yeah. right well so, so I mean, my point is is that yeah. the end game is yes you have a child like you're challenging each other and all that like there's sort of this the shorter term goal challenge within the greater journey of life and i know it's like all cliche and fluff sounding but but like it's truth right so what i find important when i'm working with people is that we come up with things that are sustainable. And I know we've kind of had this conversation, I think a little bit back in the day or like with other neighbors and things like that. But like, what, like, what is sustainable for you and to be able to kind of activate that because when the year is over, let's say when you get to the point where you're at like a goal weight, obviously there's going to be a different push, you know, with a shorter term goal. But then when you get to that, the thing I find when I've worked with people is that there's sort of this like mental stop. And I had many people through the process of coaching them realize I need to get rid of that mental stop point because that's when I all of a sudden go, okay. And then everything starts to come back on again. Right. So the point is to figure out what habit change, like what things you change that get you to your goal, but then you can actually somewhat sustain, right? And so that can that plays a part in designing sort of plans. Now, again, that's the behavior piece. So like, say you're at a certain calorie count right now, and then you get to your goal weight, well, that'll change. Like their changes are made in, in the process, right? But, um, but the actual things that you're doing, you wanna make sure that you're doing, because I think, Casey, was it you that just said, like, I, give me the rules? Yeah. So rules aren't bad, but also rules can be hard sometimes because when, if you, if there's this, like, creating your own rules is important, is I guess what I'm trying to say, versus external rules. Yeah, I just thought, you know, when we started, so big picture, we brought, we used to do this podcast all the time and, it's called limited upside for a reason because we used to get ourselves in trouble for the stupid things we would say. <laughs> and in order to come back on to doing the podcast, I uh, put the 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 uh, structure in place where we would yeah. talk about something other than something controversial, I suppose. And that's where yeah. weight loss came up. Um, yeah. No, and it's so interesting is like, and that's why you're you're here is you're kind of the expert in the room. Brian, Kevin, and I could argue back and forth, and we'll hold each other accountable. And I, I venture to say we would find some success. I, I, there's no way if we continue this on and we're running, working out, and eating better that we're not going to find success. 
Let's yeah, be a little I, more interesting to have yeah, some I mean, the more expertise. Thing is funny as I was sitting here thinking of brands like, well, I just want to win. Do you know what it is? Is the fear is having in Casey go off, they find health, whatever health looks for them. We all travel to a family function, and Brian goes, I'm not going to be the fat ass. Like, they're going to take pictures of the three of us, and we all look like triplets, and one person's going to look outside. Even when we go on vacation together, we're like, it's very funny, Megan, because you know, we don't live very close, but you've seen my brothers have been to my house sometimes and, you know, we've, we've got together a little bit, but you forget. And so when we go travel together, we like feel like you're in a zoo. Like, we're like, why are people staring at us? And you're like, oh, wait, I just remembered they see three middle-aged men that look absolutely identical. But what like, if you oh, walked by a window, yeah, what if you yeah, walked by I'll... one of my windows one day and my kid was like, oh, there's Kevin. And I was like, that's not Kevin, that's his brother. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that, that, brother. No, that's it. That's it. That's yeah. totally. But, but then the uh, but the weights are the same. And then you know when they don't stay consistent, and I use weight, but I'm gonna I should stop saying that. I should say health. But when they huh. when they kind of go off, then you're like, oh, like you know, one of them will be like, I didn't know that you had an older brother, and they go, no, he's he's the younger one. He's not the yeah. older one. Like, oh. yeah. So anyway, I you know part of that is just know when we are together that you're like, okay, I'm not gonna be the one. So grades was the same yeah. way. Like when I started college two years before them. I'll be honest, my parents were just happy I was staying in college. Now I have like a 2.5 to barely 3.0 GPA and my parents are just excited. Brian Casey go to their freshman year, they're like, yeah, we got like a 3.8. I'm like, well, that's obviously got it. You know, I got it. And all of a sudden I, I no longer got any grades less than them. I mean, that's kind of how it's been yeah. a whole life, whether it's, you know, right. so. So, I, so, you know, I know yeah. we're kind of getting at time and it's, you know, it's funny. I'm sitting there. I got to go check the smoker because I'm bringing, <laughs> bringing pork belly and brisket over to Megan's. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I figured out the problem why you can't lose weight. <laughs> well, it's, it's food pork porn belly too. and brisket. It, it, it's food porn too, because we, there is yeah. not just our families. There's a bunch of people coming over. Yeah. And when you kind of aren't eating that stuff as much anymore it's not that you crave it but you kind of like watching the food network and so i i'm certainly not i will try all of this stuff that i'm making but i'm not going to overindulge right. well but, that's where so that's the stuff where coaching can really help so like let's say you yeah you're trying to like really stick to certain um you know goals right now because you're trying to really like lose weight get blood pressure down like all that stuff but then there are going to be days that like you cannot nobody can be perfect and like truthfully perfect is boring so it's it's sort of I go back to that mental health and the emotional piece of of okay what would it look like if you have some brisket today how is that going to make you feel and for some people I'm not saying this is you this is just kind of an example I have a lot of people that would like just shame guilt um if I have like one weekend of like watching football having beer and eating things I wouldn't normally eat Monday I'm just gonna say effort and just feel bad and like spiral the other way right because a lot of times what happens is there's there's this pendulum swing it's you have you indulge or you go on a vacation or whatever it is have a birthday party and you either go one way where i had girlfriends that would like eat bad bad i have that in air quotes for people who can't see and they were like, well, now I have salads every single day for the next month and work out. Like it's a swing towards extreme one or extreme towards screw it. Why bother? And it's kind of reframing that to like, okay, so like that one, there's no scientific evidence that says having brisket tonight is going to completely screw up everything you've done for the past month. What will matter is what you do moving forward. Right. And kind of, um, 
you're creating a framework for your life. So right now, like you are pushing to lose weight, get blood pressure and all these numbers down, but creating some tools in your toolkit so that when you go into more of that maintenance, like, okay, I'm at the place I feel very balanced, I feel good, I wanna stay in this zone, but not feeling like you have to restrict and be perfect all the time, right? And so it's kind of like creating these tools to be able to like have, you know, the piece of pizza or two, but then pivot back to everything you've been doing because you've set yourself for a sustainable, healthy lifestyle and, and move forward the week, you know, until the next, you know, potential indulgence comes along or whatever it is, right? Um, and that's typically my goal with, I hope to help people reframe that a little bit and kind of get a little bit away from all or nothing. Not that I'm assuming that, that you all are that way, but um, just to kind of give another idea of like what, what it is, especially when it comes to weight loss and eating and like this specific uh, uh, lane of health, right? Of what I try to really help people with. Um, but all that kind of gets uh, worked through the health, the, the conversations and the health coaching. But to your point, Casey, you know, the CDC recommends, um, and these are all things that basically, I mean, most, most people who are paying attention and care, no. So 150 minutes of movement, moderate movement a week. That's 20 to 30 minutes a day of just moderate. That could be cleaning the house, doing yard work, walking with your neighbor and their dog. <laughs> um, you know, like all that kind of stuff, right? Just general 150 minutes. And then um, there's 75 minutes. Of, this is the recommendation for adults to kind of live in a healthy framework. 75 minutes or, so it's 150 moderate or 75 minutes of, rigorous, right? So if you love to run and you don't have a ton of time to like be, you know, going on walks or being on your feet a lot because you have a desk job or whatever, but you want to run or you want to be on an elliptical and you're doing more of that rigorous, like 75 minutes a week, that's the general recommendation. Um, and then strength training two to three times a week. So like that's, that's sort of the general CDC recommendation. You can see variations of that, but to, for adults, um, that is where sort of the movement piece sits. Sleep a seven to nine hours, right? Um, and then you, the nutrition stuff gets a little more nuanced, but we can go into that as well if you'd like. But yeah, I think I that's mean, probably the, the struggle. So update, uh, Brian. You know, Brian. I I was hanging out with Brian yesterday in the last couple of days, so I kind of get a sense of him. Kevin, what's your update? Have you been at the gym every day? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. Well, every day is not. So you know, last time we went through this, and, and Megan knew this because I would get up and like, yeah, I go to the gym at four thirty every morning, and I did it for a long time. I I've been really good about going. Have I gone every day? No, because life happens. Um, so from the gym, I would say actually, I probably am doing all of those things that Megan just said. You know, I went in Friday night, had a really really good workout, felt really good about it. You know, was didn't get a chance to go in the day, didn't go in yesterday, but I have a plan to go in this week. Uh, when it comes to nutrition, you know, the I I was definitely in the spiral prior to us having these podcasts. There's no doubt about it. Like mm -hmm. when the numbers came back, all of it was just spiraling down. So from a food perspective, I'm still I wouldn't say that I'm eating clean, but I've done a really good job. I'm still you know, staying away from processed. And when I say processed food, I'm not talking about 
a Stouffer's pizza. I'm talking about, you know, your Ruffles potato chips, yeah. or Grater's ice cream that's stacked up right. in the freezer, all of that stuff and staying yeah. away from it for the uh, most part, from a weight perspective, like, you know, and it, we don't have time to go into it, but you know, we had the pretty significant weight drop that happened in the first couple of weeks. The good news is I haven't, you know, I, I'm there now I'm getting into probably what is much more normal of, of losing you know, less than a pound a week. I don't think yeah. I've lost more than a half a pound since we weighed in. That's kind of what I want to get to the point of. Like, I mean, yeah, no. here's the truth. Like, and, and then Brian, I want to hear what you're doing. So I'm up at four every four o'clock every morning. I think on yeah. Saturday, Brian was here. I got up a little bit later. Um, how you got, have you guys been reading the book Spark? Have you guys? Oh. So yeah. interesting on Spark, and I want to throw another book at you, Brian and Kevin, because Kevin, I started reading it again, and I realized uh, it's not exactly what I wanted to talk, wanted to read. Anyways, thirty minutes of um, exercise every day in heart rate at max seventy percent. Try to get your heart rate above seventy percent of max. Mm-hmm. So you got to figure out what your max heart rate is and get seventy percent of that. Yeah. Yep. So that's a challenge, Brian, Kevin. That's our latest challenge. Yep. So we have to get in there. And do that. Uh, wait, you know, I during the week I'm pretty good, but Brian and I and the fa- we went out uh, for pretty drinks good. and dinner on Friday, and we ate, you know, not healthy, and had uh, old fashions, which probably aren't good for you. And then yesterday we went and visited a college and ate terrible, but you know, it worked out. But weight wise, I'm not. I'm, I'm I hit the exercise goals, but weight wise, I'm not sniff- yeah. seeing any significant change in there. Brian, how are you it, doing? Yeah. I haven't done anything. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Yeah, so what is the deal there, man? Like, you said that to me the other day. What is the deal? Like, what is the obstacle to you hitting the gym? Oh, time. I mean, I'm at my desk at 7 o'clock in, in the morning, and I leave, you know, 11 hours later. Yeah, so and- so I was hoping that um, that maybe the book would draw that to you, that – if you can get 30 minutes of exercise like you used to do, uh, you know, I mean, listen, it's going to take some dedication. You're going to have to get up at four in the morning again or five in the morning, whatever that is. But mentally wise, if you can get that um, 70, 70% heart rate um, for 30 minutes, you're going to become a better, not only better attorney, but you're also get your serotonin levels and dopamine levels up that you'll, you'll feel better about yourself. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree. I think what actually, I find interesting. I'm probably sounds from an area, or probably doesn't sound the greatest, but that you guys find this so challenging, right? And so, like, I know exactly what I would need to do to get in shape. I've done it at least a couple of times in my life. It takes time, it takes effort, it takes willpower, but all of which I have and all of which I can do. Um, it just takes time. But I, I see the struggle with both of you on how to do this, and I'm like. Well, it's, yeah, not, it's not, it's not complicated. It's hard, but it's not complicated. All right. So well, then what's the challenge? Podcast. So you, you only so have to do two what, things. Why won't you, you get up? Why won't, the, you why won't you get up? Because, because what, I will get up at some point and then I'll just go flying by you. All right. So get but, up tomorrow. Yeah. But the, you only have to do two things. That's it. Two things. Yeah. So get up tomorrow. Go run 30 minutes and put the fork down. Yeah. You so, and so I think what I'm, what I've learned or reflected in, the book is it doesn't matter what you do to get your heart rate up, but you want to get 70% of maximum capacity. Mm-hmm. When you're running, you're probably closer to, I don't it's know, 85% efficient exercise you can do. Yeah. It's the most efficient exercise you can do. So, so next week so, I expect so, it to be Brian, I expect- are you saying, so, so you're, you're, I'm trying to understand your argument, which is okay. It's not complicated. But I, I didn't say it was not difficult. I said it's not complicated. So, but, but so, so 
based on that comment, I would have expected you'd be like, hey, dipshits, it's not complicated, it's not hard. I don't know why you guys are struggling, but in the breath before that, you're like, yeah, I haven't done anything. So is it you're just out and you're like, hey, I'm along for the ride? Or is it that not necessarily that you have to sign up for what, you know, kind of the, the coaching that Megan, but kind of where are you in the space? Are you just along for the ride? Which is fine if you are. I, I think I think here's my thing. I think I'm waiting for both of you to get a little bit of a head start and then me to chase you and fly by you. And I keep waiting for you to get the head start and I just keep hearing the struggle. I'm well, like, well, Jesus, like, unless put the fork down weight. and go get exercise. Yeah, like, it's so unless- funny because I, I that's why it's so it's so interesting of why I decided to even go down this path. One is you guys want to get a podcast back, but why in my head did I think this was a good idea? It had a lot to do with uh, losing weight and Kevin, your numbers were crazy and I'm disgusting to look at. But Brian also, I thought, and one of the reasons I said we should read this book is because I think that exercise has a lot to do with mental health. I said this to, yeah. I said this the other day, uh, last no. week is I think the challenge for you is, um, is the, uh, well, me too. Cause we're identical twins is the mental health aspect of it. Like you're going to feel better if you get that exercise in, which will make this journey worthwhile. Mm-hmm. So, look, can I ask a quick question? So, Brian, if and it's, it's going to sound like silly, but um, like on a scale of zero to ten, is zero being like you can call it readiness or motivation, whatever, whatever you want to call it, like say readiness. So zero, like you're like screw this, I, I have no interest or I don't want to or whatever it is. And ten, like you're all in, which is maybe closer to where say Kevin is. Um, where would you say you fall on that scale? Uh, probably a five. Okay. So what makes you a five and not, um, like a three or lower? Oh, cause I, I realize everything Casey says that like, you know, I think exercise and eating right and being in shape is just a, a necessary part of being the best of who you can be. Yeah. Now the difference between it being a five and a three is cause I know that. The difference between being a five and a seven is I'm going to need something to chase. Um, And so, and you know, I mean, I look at it and I look at where you guys are. I'm like, all right, I'll give them another week. You're number three, Brian. I know. You are in third place. Yeah. What would it look like to not chase them though? I have a, that's my next question. So what would it look like to not chase that? Like, is there anything else that you could chase? Yeah, no, I think that's because I, I have enough stuff in my life that I got to deal with that I would need the motivation of um, not not letting them see victory to be able to do yeah. it. Otherwise, yeah. like in the list of priorities, it would never be very high. It wouldn't yeah. be high enough to get my attention until that happened. So, yeah. so Brian, let me ask you a question because we started this. So did you record this? Yeah. Okay. So, Megan, we didn't ask for permission for so, but we'd have to. So oh, here I- we so he recorded this. We've never yeah, done that. Yeah, I heard it. When I popped on it, it said recording in progress. Oh, that's yeah. right. So the yeah. question the question was, and we don't know if we can like, you know, should we record this and also put it on YouTube? And for people listening out there, kind of back to what I said the other week is probably the last three and a half minutes are times in which if you could see the look on Casey's face when Brian's explaining himself or the look on my face where you're like, dude, you're full of shit. You know, no, I, did, I realized in the conversation what he's waiting for. He's literally, so here's the thing. I weigh more than Brian by, uh, I don't know, so probably I'm guessing eight pounds maybe right now. I'm guessing at that. He will get motivated when I pass him. 
So my Andrew, goal now is to pass him as fast as I can. How much you weigh? Uh, uh, somewhere between two fifteen and two twenty. Yeah, right. Okay. So I'm so what about ten pounds? All right. So yeah, that's it. You would pass. So we got to pass here. My motivation is, you know, when I was reading the book, it was interesting. Is I am motivated to get into better shape, and I do want my clothes to fit better, and I, those numbers should get down. And blood pressure and numbers are crazy. Even though I got to do the blood work, is I'm really interested on the mental health aspect of it. <laughs> Like what, what exercise is going to do to the brain. And that's why the book's super interesting. And I, you know, I really, in the first couple chapters, Kevin's all right, are, are school related. I remember that's why I read it last time, but it's just starting to get interesting now about how exercise changes brain chemistry. All right. I'm going to throw another book yeah. at you. Write this down, Brian. This, is that spark by the way? That's spark. Is, yeah. That's spark. Okay. I need to read that because yeah. I'm, super, super interested in the mental health aspect in general, just in general. Um, and yes, there is a, a lot of research that supports it. I'd love to get more into the science if that's what that book is about. Yeah. I'm very interested. Um, and I would say too, from a personal standpoint, when my mental health, part of the reason why I think some of that fell by the way, like was, you know, getting depressed and all that kind of stuff was because I was not going, I, I've always been active in some form. Right. And, uh, you know, having a two and a half year old and spending pretty much 24 seven managing renovating this house, um, I was not getting, and I like to lift. So for me, it's lifting and I force myself to do some form of like interval something, whether it's a treadmill or Peloton or something like that, I force myself, but I, because I know that, um, I still need that movement, even if it's in a smaller dose for me. Some people, it's in a bigger dose because they love cardio and there's nothing wrong with that, right? But um, no, I was just trying to kind of get at like sort of the people, unfortunately, like you, you can, and your brother, so you're going to, you're going to like poke at Brian as long, for, <laughs> for infinity to, to get going. Um, but really in the end, like he has to decide when and, when his five goes to a seven, eight or nine. And it sounds like that is very much in, determined by them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 how, I Wait, hold on. This is, cause I can tell you exactly how this is going to go. Right. Cause it's gone this way our entire life. You guys will screw around at some point. Like, you know, you guys, someone will get serious and get some results. And then <laughs> I will, I'll chase you down and then beat you and then let you chase me right yeah. that's what's gonna happen and i'll drag you there yeah and that's what's gonna happen it's a little overconfidence i doubt any of that's yeah, true I and i also little... doubt that's right, that's happened, happened, happened before what, what uh, happened last time I happened happened before. Before. Wait, okay so wait 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 wait. what happened in 97 everybody's the hero no, no, no. story wait, you're the what hero happened in, oh, what happened in 2017 <laughs> I don't know, but I'm Can sure you, we were just we were side characters Brian, in the story of. I would the, I would argue in 2017. So if you yep. want to if you want to if you want to use the metric of pure weight, you mm -hmm. want without a doubt. Yeah. If you want to do the metric of, um, like you were skinny fat. We used to talk all the time. Yeah. I was like, you were the skinniest fat guy I've ever seen. Yeah. Because you hated weight. So if it was running, I'm like, nope. Brian's out there every day. I can see it on my watch. He loves running. Go run to work, run home. I'll, you drug me along to do it. But if you're using other metrics, I would argue that I was in better shape than you were. Yeah, it could be. I think the challenge is I need a KPI, right? And so like yeah. weight okay. is a KPI. 
And so I'm like, all right. And so, and, and, and I just need, like I said, Dave and Goggins version of like, just go out there and do it. Yeah. And so, you know, every day for percentage or are you doing the actual number? Are you doing percentage of weight loss yeah. or the number? Percentage of. Percentage. Okay. But it doesn't so matter. You- We're all close enough that it's not going to make any yeah. difference. Yeah. True. Um, but you're not all starting at the same, although you two are kind of close, but you're not all starting at the same point. That's yeah. the point, right? It's <laughs> like, week, yeah. if you're not starting at the same point, but you're ending at the same time, like you're, you know, as far as like the, the weight you start with. Now, the reason why I asked is the company I work for Calibrate, we didn't talk in pounds, although people do, that's, they do, mm-hmm. but um, it was percentage of weight loss. I found that really, really interesting. I really liked that because then the program was really treating everybody wherever they were. Um, and, and somebody's 10% is a lot different than somebody else's 10% as far as total pounds lost. Right. So that's why I was wondering yeah. if you guys had some sort of percentage. Uh, should be interesting. The evolution of this. I think Brian's probably right. I got a lot from the little bit. He said that, yeah, I get it. I get it now, Brian. You're just going to wait until we're close and then you're going to blow by us. I get it. Hey, I'm sending you another book. I just sent it to you, uh, in addition to spark, which I think we should continue to read because it's going to get interesting is a book actually my doctor shared with me a couple years ago called Accidentally Overweight. I don't know if any of you guys have read that before. Definitely take a look at that. It talks about that, and I read this years ago, it just talks about um, how people mindlessly gain a certain percentage of weight every year without really paying attention and knowing about it, and then what that does overall health. I can't even honestly remember it other than it's pretty impactful on there too. So definitely yeah. want to talk about that. Um, I also, in the future, we can definitely update, but in the future, I want to talk about, and maybe bring in experts on this too, about um, new diet drugs out there. I'm super curious about what is the diet drug that just came, that came out with uh, uh, treating type two diabetes and- so that's what, what I worked. So the company I worked with, it combined the clinical aspect of obesity with the semaglutides, with yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. So everybody I worked with, 200 plus people were on either Wagobi, Ozempic, Manjaro, Rebelsius, uh-huh. you name it, like any of those um, uh, uh, they're The class of drug is GLP-1 and you're hearing a lot about it. I was actually just, I was just reached out by the New York Times and Wall Street Journal on LinkedIn. I did talk to Wall Street Journal yesterday, which is kind of interesting. So I'm um, all over, I mean, I'm super interested about yeah. that. Very oh, so it is very, oh, I'm very, curious. So Megan, talk about because you already experienced it because you were at you're at Calibrate. But talk about how um, you know GLB ones are gonna, are impacting your your you know how the impact well, wait, of that is independent oh, of what you're doing. So hold on a minute. So we're yeah. over an hour, yeah. right? Yeah, but so, uh, that, well, we're interested because I want to hear this part of it. All right, all right. <laughs> and this could be a whole another podcast. I know, but Real quick though, and I know Brian or uh, Casey, you keep trying to sort of hone. I, sort, I think you guys sort of have something in place, sort of the way you guys were the last podcast talked about. Like, I felt like you were really trying to hone in on it. So, like, what is it we're doing? But what I'd love to hear is, like, I've heard Kevin say, like, here's what I'm, my goals are. My goals are is I'm trying to hit the gym X amount of days a week. I'm trying to get X amount of it is elliptical cardio, whatever, and the other amount is strength. Um, and nutrition is a little more nuanced. It would take a little bit longer, but like you have an idea of kind of where you're eating. Are you still using my fitness pal? And then I, I would say like, I'd love to know what, and you don't have to tell me now we can do it on a different podcast or separately off of this. Like, 
what each of you are currently doing and like what your goal, like what is each week, like what do you want your your weeks to look like, your day to work look like, your weeks to look like. And then if there's anything I feel like we could discuss to tweak, I mean, it sounds like so far you guys are doing what, you know, like Brian said, it's not, I hate saying it's not complicated because it is because we're human and we're, and we are complicated. Um, but yeah, no, I get where you're going. So, so, and I can talk about we're, those. We're, we're, so I think, you know, obviously Megan, we're going to have you back. We can talk a little bit off the podcast of what that looks like and frame it up. And, you know, I think this did a good job of kind of outlining how you view the health coach and how you view what success could look like from a health coach perspective, which I think is great. I think for the next podcast or if one coming up, you know, we put some structure around it in terms of kind of, hey, this is and this is homework for us to say, this is what yeah. we're doing. Maybe we send it to you beforehand so you can have an opportunity. Yeah, I even thought about sending you guys something beforehand. I was like, well, we'll just, you know. Yeah, so send it to us and then yeah. we'll kind of create a structure and then, you know, yeah. we'll figure out whether, you know, we, we want to have you come back on a regular basis is it every podcast i don't know maybe it is maybe it isn't um or maybe we kind of break it up a little bit we'll figure it out but then you know when we get into kind of the i just think it's a you know the question about the drugs it's a great but we're like an hour and 15 minutes in and i think that could be another hour-long conversation which is you know let's 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 you know put a well they put a put a well and if you want to yeah and if you want to cut this off just for to be able to publish this one and ask me off off whatever to see if it's something you'd want to talk about further in another podcast. I have a lot of thoughts. I think I've talked that guy's ear off from a coach perspective, right? From a behavior change perspective yeah. and what I experienced with 200 people who were on the medicine and needed the medicine, legitly needed the medicine. Um, and I think that's what was, uh, when I made that comment to the reporter or whatever, the journalist, um, that might have surprised him a little bit. He's like, well, you bring a different perspective than I really thought. So I might, you know, he's just kind of laying the groundwork. But people aren't coming in to calibrate that need to lose five pounds. But that's all you're hearing on the media is like, mm. oh, everybody that's using a semaglutide is getting it off label. And, you know, like some of the Hollywood people, which is probably happening. They're just getting it to, to lose five, 10 pounds. They don't need it. I'm sure there are people doing that now they know about the drug, but for two plus years, there have been people that have been on it through Calibrate and some various other, uh, you know, probably even local weight loss uh, doctors, things like that, that have been prescribing it because it was, well, Govi was FDA approved for, uh, to treat obesity back in 2021. And so that really opened the floodgates and um, there, but, but you have to be eligible and a lot of answers. Like, yeah, I mean, yes and no. I mean, I have a little bit of experience with some of this stuff. Eligibility is a, a big question mark. I mean, there are there are doctors that will subscribe, prescribe it for you, whether you're eligible or not eligible. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, ex exactly. Yeah. Uh, insurance isn't necessarily going to approve Yeah, you're not going to get insurance for it. People who are but... spending $1,800 a month to take it. Yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to talk but, more I mean, about that's that. A, that's a whole other. Now, for Calibrate, you, that's why I think what I was, like, the, the reporter I was talking to, I think he was, like, he didn't fully understand. Like, there are people kind of getting through the cracks to Calibrate to, that only need to lose five pounds. Like, 
our program was set up where you were eligible or you weren't eligible. You had to have a BMI um, over 27 and a comorbidity or a BMI over 30. Um, had to be a certain uh, age range because you have to be on commercial insurance. Like my dad couldn't apply because he's on Medicare, even though he yeah. could use it. There's uh, always ways around. So, and we can definitely yeah. talk about this in the next podcast, but yeah. to give you some idea of the competitive nature of us. So last time we did this with pre-COVID, I wanted to beat Brian and Kevin so bad. I took t- testosterone push to ther- therapy. So I did TRT before and I took, and I, and how'd I took my own blood. Yeah. yeah. How'd, how'd that work out for you? And how, I took my own blood. On that? I took my own blood work and it was, I did it for about a year, year and a half. And wow. I learned a lot about it. How did, how I can tell you stories, how to go. Why did I gain weight off it? Because COVID shut the gym down. COVID shut the gym so you, down. So you had good results on TRT by losing weight. Uh, n- not losing weight, muscle. And uh, muscle. it's so interesting, Brian. I remember this pretty clearly. So basically, this is the equivalent. Wait a minute. You, you roided up, man. So yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not finding yeah. this out right now. Dude, I, 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 I corked my bed in college. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I will find a way to, and I remember Brian, we were riding our bike 40 miles or whatever we're doing downtown. And we were down by, um, uh, little Italy. And you're like, dude, your freaking legs are huge. How much do you work out with your legs? I'm like, yeah, that's the testosterone doing that. So why did you stop? Why did you stop? The gym closed, the gym closed and I couldn't work out anymore. And, but I'm really, it's a really interesting topic I'd love to talk to you about because I would take blood work monthly and pay attention to my liver uh, enzymes and um, estrogen levels. And I took that monthly. I also would love to have a conversation about um, if you're not on top of it, what that does to your mental health and how changing testosterone that's going to affect your mental health and why doing that over really high stressful situations is really kind of bad news. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm very interested in that. I also got a good indication mm-hmm. of the prescription mills and how these things work. Like that you can find a prescription. You're not going to get covered by medical, um, the medical, your insurance at all, but you can find doctors that can prescribe it. Should I be been prescribed mm-hmm. that? Um, no, no, I shouldn't have been minute. prescribed. I, I got to go back. Do we have to have a disclosure that you cannot use for this challenge? Like, well, it's so interesting. I was going to send you guys the email. I get emails about this stuff all the time. About I the believe news. you. Yeah. I mean, we, not for this podcast, but there's other bombs that you've dropped in conversations years later into our lives. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? But do I need to be concerned that this is not a level playing field? No, I'm going to tell you straight out. It's not going to be a level playing field. <laughs> I'll tell you straight out. <laughs> this is not going to be a level I'm playing not, field. <laughs> Megan's like, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're, I got to go check the trigger. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Brisket's probably at its peak. Pork belly's happening. <laughs> I will say next week we'll do a podcast because, Brian, when is the run? Is it Saturday or Sunday? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, next week we're going to talk about Casey's TRT ventures and experience because yeah. I'm fascinating by this. I figured you would. We're going to talk about all the ways he's going to – I'm not going to call it cheating. It's not cheating. I mean, but – I haven't decided if I'm going to do that. Cheating. I think it's exa- – well, cheating. I'm also super interesting in the long-term effects of Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire cheating? Yeah. This isn't the Major League Baseball. This is a fatty contest. I think about how to put the fork down. Listen. Listen, if, we have to, if you don't uh, wire your jaw oh, shot, that's not I am so cheating. motivated after listen, the last I, I've Listen, I, I corked my bats in college baseball in off-season training because I couldn't stand not winning. So, yeah. I, I know. Yeah, I will. I knew about the corked bats. <laughs> 
already have. Maybe that should be the rules. There aren't any rules. However no, you get there is however you you're, get there. You're missing the whole point here. Of, of everything that Megan said the last hour, you're missing the whole point. You're I told you my point is to win. All right. All right. And Megan, we appreciate your time. We are definitely going to have you back. Yeah. We'll circle back and we'll kind of create some yeah. structure. So you, so no, you that's fine. No, that's just fine. No, yeah. this is fine. And even if like, well, you and I can kind of talk maybe even later today, but even if you want, if you want me for an hour here and there to discuss whatever topic comes up yep. health-wise, right? Like roiding or whatever, or <laughs> rosempic or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And then you should probably pop in for like 15 minutes just yeah. to do like a check. Yeah. Um, once we kind of figure out Right, we can do yeah. that too. So, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I hope that was informative. I hope that. Yeah, that's great. Oh, know, it was really um, good. I know. I think a lot of people think that, like, I'm going to come on and be like, "What are you doing?" Oh no, you should be doing this. What are you doing? Oh, you should be doing this. And that's the thing is, like, it's a little more. It's not that it's complicated, and it's but it's everybody's different, right? So, general framework and general ideas of what to do is 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 similar but like it's all going to be different according to each of your lives and what and what your kind of end game is so anyway all right well all right. i will see you in a little bit go bang all right i know i gotta go clean some bathrooms or something <laughs> <laughs> um right. but we appreciate it very much i think yeah. it was really good and uh we will talk to everybody later I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! You're killing me, Smalls! Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. God have mercy on your soul. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast.